0: Hey guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College Sports Cast. <clears throat> we, I am here to do Week Six Game Day Pickems. <music> Guys, welcome in. It's Brad with College SportsCast. It's just gonna be me tonight, but I do have the pickums for Taylor and for John. Uh, John is working a festival tonight, and Taylor was busy and couldn't be with us tonight. But, however, I did get their picks for the games that we're gonna go through, so I'm gonna give you their picks as I go. We are College Sports Cast. And we are presented by the Fanboys, and that is scrolling on the bottom of the screen. Uh, this is Week Six Game Day Pick'em. This is where we pick some of the best games of the week, and we use spreads. Most time, I use spreads off of DraftKings. And I want to say that we are uh, proud to be sponsored the Fanboys by Pepsi. So here's your cherry Pepsi. And proud to be sponsored by them. Also, uh, True Victory. You can pick up some veteran-owned sportswear, some great stuff. Use our code to Fanboys for a fifteen percent discount. And Amazon, Amazon Prime Days, October tenth and eleventh is coming up. Check out <clears throat> on my uh, Twitter account. That's my Twitter handle right there on the screen, Brad CS Cast. You can check out some links there on my Twitter account. And you can check out the deals of Prime uh, Prime Day, the big deals that's coming up on for Prime. Amazon Prime, so yeah. All right. <clears throat> Going to get started tonight here. And I will switch this over. So this is our pickham stats. this is through week five. Um, last week I was eight and four. John was six and six and Taylor was seven and five um, for the entirety of this year for 2023. I am one game up on John this week. Um, I'm 32 and 26 and John is 31 and 27. Taylor's been with us and missed a couple of weeks. He is 17 of 18. And that is our picks so far. Again, I do use DraftKings um as the um for the spreads that we use here at College Sportscast. So hop on there and uh have a little fun with small bets, big bets, whatever you want. But uh We always have a little fun, and this week, our very first game we're going to get to is a Friday game. This one is Kansas State is at Oklahoma State, and Kansas State is 11.5 point favorite. Now, these spreads I looked up this morning, I believe, early this morning. Um, And I noticed this evening there's one or couple, two or three of them that has changed a little bit today Not much, but a little a little bit. So if you see a spread here um, that uh, Doesn't look right to you put it in the comments But it was right this morning when I went through and put all this stuff in so that's what I'm gonna go by and the first game again here is Kansas State at Oklahoma State now You know, Oklahoma State has honestly been struggling. Um, Every time I mention Oklahoma State, I I don't really understand why Spencer Sanders transferred to Ole Miss and is sitting on the bench for the most part behind Jackson Dart. And Oklahoma State is struggling. Um, And Kansas State, you know, minus the Missouri loss that they had, uh, you know, they're, they're having a pretty good year so far. Um, look like a, uh, a contender, at least, in the Big 12. And you can't say the same about Oklahoma State. Um, I would, you know, the spread at 11 and a half, I do think I looked a little bit earlier. It had dropped to 11. Uh, but, uh, you know, so that's where we are. Taylor and John both are picking – Kansas State uh, to cover the spread in this game. And I think that's where I'm going to go and lean as well is picking the Kansas State Wildcats. Even though this is at Oklahoma State, um, I believe that uh, the best bet would be in this game to pick Kansas State to cover that spread. The next game is also in the Big 12. And this is a early game Saturday. It's one of the biggest games of the day. We have Texas versus Oklahoma. This game is <clears throat> the Red River Rivalry. It is always played at the in the Cotton Bowl. It is not played at Oklahoma or Texas. <clears throat> and you know, Oklahoma probably is going to remember what happened last year. They got their Hind ends kicked. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they were blanked in the game last year, and it was, I mean, it was it was a beat down. Um, I can't remember exactly what the score was, but it was way up there, I want to say, to zero. Um, and Oklahoma struggled last year. They actually were below 500. I think they were six and seven. Um and, you know, they're playing a hell of a lot better this year. Oklahoma is so far. So that's where, you know, you look at Dylan Gabriel and what he's doing with that offense and the defense is definitely playing ten times better. Last year that was their biggest struggle was on the defense. People were just running up points on them and running up scores. And that's not exactly happening, um, you know, this time. You know, last week they gave up 20. um, But, you know, that's – they won 50-20. to um, And, you know, they're well on their way. Both of these teams are still undefeated. Of course, you have Texas, who is full of talent, and Stark has them – I mean, everywhere, honestly. they These guys are full of talent, uh, defensive line, running back, quarterbacks, not just one, um, wide receivers and wide outs. They have a ton of talent. Um, you know, the talent is there for Texas to continue a win in this series. <clears throat> um Texas has favored six and a half points according to DraftKings this morning. I think this is another line that has went down a little bit um, throughout the day. I was looking earlier; I think it has also went down just a little bit. But I had it at six and a half this morning, and that's what John and Taylor picked. So Taylor Bell from Hopeless Sportsmatic has been with us this, this year. Uh, doing our picks for our game day pick'ems, and that's who I'm talking about when I talk about Taylor. Taylor Bell is um, also on the Southern Gentleman's uh, radio show out of Destin, Florida. He's also on that on Saturday mornings before these games. They have like a four-hour show from about 8 to 12. Um, You can check him out there. But Texas is being picked by Taylor and John to cover the six-and-a-half spread in this game. You know, I – honestly, guys, I kind of – there's a part of me that wants to pick Oklahoma to cover this spread at six-and-a-half. I think this will be a much closer and more competitive game than it was last year. Last year was, like I said, an absolute blowout. Uh, But – I think this Texas team is just too talented. This is a game, when I look at it and I see both Taylor and John going with Texas, it's one I could get them get up on them. And, you know, I'm thinking maybe, you know, this is one that I could do that with. But, uh, you know, to be honest, I really feel like Texas is going to cover and, and win by a, at least a touchdown. And if they can do that, um, that'll cover this spread. And like I said, I think it's went down to like five and a half or something. Um, since we, since we done this and talked this morning. So, um, but our next game, um, on Saturday is Maryland at Ohio state. And the spread this morning on this game was 19 and a half in favor of Ohio state This is also a game of undefeateds. Uh, These, you know, into week six, these are two undefeated teams. And Maryland's been playing good, looking good. Um, You know, Maryland has two, y'all know if y'all watch my show, have two as little brother. He's been there for a while. He's a really good quarterback as well. Um, and they have some talent on that team and uh, have some receivers and tied in and have an offense around him. Now, defense, they've been doing pretty good, but playing Ohio State is a step up, especially playing them at Ohio State. Um, you know, that's just not a place that they lose often at all. Um You know, so, you know, you got Ohio State uh, to worry about here. And Ohio State has stepped it up and been playing better as of late. The first two games this year, they kind of struggled. But I think McCord is coming around. And, you know, they're loaded on the uh, wide receiver room. Um, You know, Marvin Harrison, Jr., I think, in my opinion, is the best player in college football. Um, talent-wise, as far as having a career, I think he's going to be probably the best player. Um, it, that would be my opinion. Um, and, you know, they have the running backs. Just talent everywhere. I mean, Ohio State is always talented. Um, and my only thing is, is you know, is Ohio State going to cover this spread? I mean, that's, that's basically what you're, what you, what you are considering here so <clears throat> Taylor takes Maryland um, and the 19 and a half points and John takes Ohio State to cover the 19 and a half points in this one and you know I'm at a <clears throat> this is one I'm I'm kind of mixed on I I really like this Maryland team. I think that they they have something for some offense. You know, if they can put up three touchdowns winning by, you know, winning by 20, Ohio State would have to put up quite a bit to do that. It's not out of the realm of possibilities. So, gosh, a three-touchdown win. You know, I think I'm going to go with Ohio State in this one to cover the 19-and-a-half because that's what the spread is, is 19-and-a-half. But I, I, this is one that's kind of a toss-up to me. Um, I think you could kind of go either way in this game. But uh, I think I'm going to go uh, Ohio State to cover. Then we're going to the The SEC. One one of the bigger games in the SEC this week is LSU is going to Missouri. LSU's coming off of a second loss already this season, five weeks in. Um, You know, they just got scored on at will um, by Ole Miss last week in Oxford and You know, gave up 21 points in the fourth quarter to to lose 55 to 49. This LSU team is talented. This LSU team has lots and lots of great players on offense. You know, Neighbors is fantastic. Their tight end, Taylor, is great. Um, And then you got Jalen Daniels. Their offense is fantastic. Their defense, however – you know i just don't know what they've given up 155 points in 5 games that's 36 points a game um and missouri has one of the best playmakers in the sec luther burden if you guys don't know him yet you need to you need to check tune into this game on on saturday um this is an early game <clears throat> And tune into this game on on Saturday because Luther Burden and his QB, Brady Cook, is playing out of this world. He's he's gotten like nearly 350 attempts with no interceptions. He has not thrown an interception in like over 11 games, Um, something like that. Going all the way back to last year, he's not thrown a single interception this year so far. Um, he is within a—he's within a hundred. He's like ninety-six um, attempts of breaking the all-time record for consecutive passes without an interception. You know, I, I don't think he's going to get a hundred attempts this week. He's not going to break it this week. But if he can keep the streak going, you know, in two or three games he could possibly break this record. And it's at home for Missouri, um, and LSU's kind of reeling. So, uh, you know, I don't know exactly what everyone else's thoughts is on on this game, but uh, I'll tell you what Taylor and John think. So Taylor and John are both taking Missouri to cover the spread. Um <clears throat> the spread's five and a half. So there's the spread for you. Taylor and John are both taking Missouri in this game at home, even though LSU is favored by five and a half. And I'm just not sure, you know, LSU's got plenty of offense. But I'm telling you, this Missouri team has some talent. Luther Burden is a five-star kid and is a killer playmaker. I mean, he had like 160-some yards receiving, and that's not counting all the other stuff that he does, uh, you know, with punt returns and kick returns and and all the other stuff that he does. Uh, he is He's an amazing player. You need to check him out. You know, there's a part of me – Missouri is undefeated. They are still one of the three teams in the SEC that's undefeated. You have Georgia, Kentucky, and Missouri. They're all SEC East teams that are undefeated this year. Um, So, you know, right now, gosh, I think I'm going to take Missouri as well to at least cover this spread at home. Um I think, I think that's where I'm going to go with this one as well. The next game we're going to talk, talk about this week is Washington State at UCLA. Washington State is still undefeated. Um, they beat Oregon State week before last. I think they had last week off as a bye. Um, I don't think they played last week. Washington State didn't. Um, and UCLA... Has already got beat by Utah. You know, they, they struggled in that game. They have a freshman quarterback who's a five-star kid, Dante Moore. Um, he was a five-star, but he's a true freshman coming in. This game is at UCLA, it's at Anaheim. <clears throat> and I don't know if you guys, another kid, I'm not sure if if you're not paying attention, there is a quarterback – at washington state his name is cameron ward and you've got to check this kid out he is throwing the ball all over the turn place and he accumulated over 400 yards and like five tds against oregon state um, to beat them at home this is an away game this is a game that i'm going to be honest with you washington state sometimes trips up at ucla this is a game that they trip up on I think that's why UCLA is favored. You see UCLA there as a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home in this game. Even though Washington State is the higher-ranked team, UCLA has fallen out after that loss at Utah. Uh, Washington State's ranked like 14th or 15th, something like that, um, this this week. And quite honestly, Washington State should probably – be favored in this game outside of they kind of struggle at UCLA. With that said, Taylor and John are both taking Washington State in this game, and Brad's going to as well. I think that's what I'm going to do too is take Washington State. I really, really like this Washington State team. Um, They – play enough defense most of the time. They're not the worst in the Pac-12 by far, and they're not like, you know, tough nose you know, Big Ten, SEC defenses either, but um, I really like this Washington State team. I'm going to keep them undefeated um, and say that they – at least cover the three-and-a-half spread in this game. All right. This is one of two uh, or two of three big SEC games this week. Uh, This one is Alabama is going to College Station, Texas A&M. This morning it was a two-point spread. I noticed tonight it was down to one-and-a-half been some rumors about Jalen Milrose hamstring. I also have heard that there's not much to it and that to expect him to play. so I don't know which is true or which what is not. Um, but <clears throat> this is a game. you know, Sabin's been beat by a and and, you know, this is a dangerous game going into College Station. The 12th man is going to be loud and proud on, on Saturday in this game. It's going to be a fun game to watch. I think Alabama has improved some the last couple of weeks. They did not look good getting beat at Texas. And then the following week, that South Florida game, they, they looked pretty bad. I mean, it was 3-3 three to three in the fourth quarter. Scored a couple of touchdowns late when they put Ty Simpson in, but Ty Simpson's not the quarterback now. Yeah, now you got Jalen. This that's the game that Jalen set out, um, and the other two quarterbacks played. And since then, they you know they coming off of uh, beating Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Ole Miss was a good win, at in Tuscaloosa, and then they beat Mississippi State on the road, forty to. 17 or something like that last week Uh, Beat them pretty good Um, Defense has looked a whole lot better The last couple of weeks Um, And, you know, they have some stars Dallas Turner, Kool-Aid McKinnistry You know, they have some stars on that team On the defensive side of the ball Um, And the offense is coming along a is a team who's, who's getting the, the – on defense, their front four, front seven, front four is, is getting a lot of tackles for loss. Um, and that's what's making their defense a little better this year than what it was. I mean, last year they struggled mightily. Um, and there was a sign this year, you know, they went to Miami – second or third game of the of the year um, and got got beat pretty good. Give up 48 points to the Miami Hurricanes. Um, so they do have one loss and Alabama has one loss. However, both of these teams losses outside of the SEC. So these are the two undefeated teams in the SEC West still. Ole Miss and LSU have one loss in the SEC West and then Alabama and Texas A&M do not have a loss in the SEC West. So the winner of this game is going to get a huge advantage for through the rest of the year in the SEC West. With that said, Taylor has is taking Texas A&M and John is taking Bama and the two points. Um, you know, Texas A&M is, is playing their backup quarterback. Connor Wigman is out for the season, a foot leg injury. I can't remember exactly what it is. Um, but he was listed as day to day and then all of a sudden they said he was out for the season. So Max Johnson is stepping in. He's played pretty good. You know, he, he got, um, come in and relief and, 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 You know, passed a couple of touchdowns and played pretty good. And then last week they come in and he wins a good game. Last week as well. It's another team that since that Miami loss has looked like a different team. And they're going to be ready and fired up in College Station. That said... I already told you what Taylor and John are doing in this game. I think I'm taking Alabama. It's really hard for me to pick against Saban in these close games. Now, I I think there is a chance, you know, Texas A&M has some killer wide receivers. Max Johnson, if, if he can – and on the outside, take advantage of the Alabama defense a little bit because they are great inside. But now, you know, um, if they can take advantage and, and have a few 20, 30, 40 yard passes, a couple, two or three of them down the field, I mean, they, they could have some, um, a good, you know, showing here against, against Bama. But I, I just, I'm going to take Sabin and take Alabama in this game. I just can't do it yet. (laughs) All right. The next game we're going to talk about this week is Syracuse at North Carolina. You know, Syracuse before last week was undefeated. Clemson did beat them last week 31-14. to Um, Now, North Carolina is still undefeated. I think they had a bye week last week. The spread in this game this morning on DraftKings was eight and a half. Um, Of course, North Carolina has Drake May. But North Carolina got some really, really good news today. The NCAA reversed their ineligible decision, and um, that decision was twice, all right, they reversed it today, and Tez Walker, transfer wide receiver, is going to be able to play the rest of the season. He should have been eligible to play anyways, to be quite honest with you. Um, all, there's a bunch of other kids that's played at two, three, four schools, and there's no reason to keep Tez Walker out there. I mean, it's just – Uh, singling him out, and there was no reason for it whatsoever. So I'm glad to see the NCAA is stepping up to do that. For that reason alone, I'm going to pick North Carolina in this game at home. I think Tez Walker is going to want to show out. Um, He is, you know, got a lot of talent. As of – it happened this morning, early this morning – Uh, Mac Brown went in. There was a video of it, you know, when he told him. And they, like, just – he was shocked, and they just hugged it out. And I mean, it was a really cool video to see, really. And I was glad to see uh, that he's going to be able to get to play. I think he deserves it, along with the 100 other kids that have, you know, 200 other kids that transferred and been to two, three, four schools as well. So – or three or four schools, not two. But three or four schools, so it was good to see. Anyway, Taylor and John are both picking UNC. I think I'm going to pick UNC as well, and I'm going to be honest. I think we're there's not too, we're not doing too much different here. So um, this week it doesn't seem like. But my next game is Vanderbilt at Florida. Florida last week. Kentucky put them on their heels the entire game, pretty much dominated them. It was a great game. I loved it. Um, And, you know, Vandy, while some people want to say they look improved, they do have some some talent. Um, You know, A.J. Swan is a a pretty decent quarterback, and they have about three wide receivers, Shepard, uh, McGowan or something like that's the kid's name. Uh, they have they have some talent wide receivers, um, but they're going to the swamp. And Florida's coming off of an ass whooping <laughs> by by Kentucky, and I just have a feeling on my end, I think Billy Napier is going to have these kids wanting to show out this week. They're not going to get too many easier games in the SEC than what they have this week coming in here at Vanderbilt. I will say this. Taylor and John are picking Vandy to cover the 18-and-a-half. This is one I think I'm going to do different, guys. I I think – Pearsall and the two great running backs that they have and that offensive-defensive line who got manhandled last week is going to want to step up, show that they can do what, you know, can can play some Florida ball. And I just have a feeling that Florida's going to cover I'm picking Florida to cover, even though Taylor and John has picked Vandy. So this is one that we are going to do different. Um, 18 and a half, though. So we'll see. They have to cover 18 and a half on Vandy. I am a little nervous about it. But just coming off of the beatdown from Kentucky, I just have a feeling in the swamp. Because that's where Florida has been winning all their games. Florida is is 2-15 and away from the Swamp in their last 17 games. Just to give you all a little tip there. The next one that I'm going to do is Kentucky and Georgia. All right, so this is two undefeated teams. Kentucky slipped in this week after the Florida beatdown, ranked 20th. Georgia, of course, is number one two-time defending champs. This is in Athens uh, between the hedges, and Georgia is now a 14-and-a-half point favorite in this game. I will say, when this opened on Saturday evening, it opened at 23-and-a-half. It went to 21. I saw it go to about 19. Um, it went to like 17 and it is now setting at 14 and a half. And it's been at 14 and a half for a couple of days, day and a half or so. <laughs> Travis, what's up, my dude? He's a dog fan. This is Travis Jennings from the Bar Banter Podcast. If you guys know the Bar Banter Podcast, uh, this is Travis. He's one of our friends here at College Sportscast. And he happens to be one of those dog fans. (laughs) But anyways, I I won't hold that against him. (laughs) All right, so... Kentucky and Georgia. I wrote an article that come out today on Stadium Rant about three keys for Kentucky in this game. I am a Kentucky fan. Travis knows that. Everybody knows that that watches the show. Um, tough, tough, tough game to go into Athens and win against the two-time defending champs. Thank you, Travis, man. I appreciate it. And he's laughing at me. So we're we're just having a little fun here. You know, it's an absolute going to be a tough place to go in and get a win. And that's, I mean, for any team, in any, you know, any team across the country, and it doesn't matter who it would be, you would still say the same thing. I think this Kentucky team is a team that, Could be built to give them some trouble. You know, Auburn last week uh, ran 219 yards on Georgia. First time they've given up that many yards since 2016, just so you guys know. Um, And, you know, they are now 38th, I think, in rushing defense. For the year, five games in, uh, five weeks in, they are now 38th in the country in rushing defense, and Kentucky is first in rushing efficiency, offense. Number one. That is a. That's a recipe. To, exploit. And to see if Kentucky can make a little noise in Athens, um, I don't think Kentucky's going to go in there. I know we got Devin Leary, and I know there's some talented wide receivers in there, and I know that we do have to pass the ball. I'm not going to say that we don't have to. We do have to get 200 yards of offense, you know, in the air as well. But I think Kentucky cannot count on going down there because Georgia's pass defense. Is like top five in the country. Exactly where you would think Georgia would be. They're like second or third, something like that, in the, in the country, on pass defense. It's the rush defense. They're they you know they're just not quite up to par what they've been the past two plus years. I mean you know the two title years plus probably more. Um, but you know there there is an avenue i think with that you know georgia has started the game slow this this year they were down 14 to 3 to south carolina to, on september the 16th they were down last week 10 to nothing against auburn um, in the first quarter now halftime comes they come out the second half and they play a different game they they kind of get in a rhythm And Brock Bowers has been nothing but, I mean, you know, he he just runs over guys. I mean, he just bounces off people and runs over dudes. And you're going to have to contain him. Um, You can't let him have 165 yards and two TDs. I mean, you're not going to stop him. But, you know, if you can contain him to five or six receptions and, you know, 65 to 80 yards and maybe one TD, uh, you know, if you can limit him, then maybe, you know, and do the running uh, that I was talking about, you know, maybe there's a chance um, that Kentucky could pull the monumental upset of the century. I don't know, maybe. But with that said, and Taylor here, is a diehard Georgia fan. I just want you guys to know that. And when he sent me this list, I was like, did he mean to pick Kentucky in this game? I was just, you know, I don't know. I'm going to have to have a talk with him. He was busy. I didn't get to have a talk with him, so I don't know if he meant to put UK, okay? He's Now, I will say this. He went to school in Georgia. His mom is a graduate of Kentucky. So he grew up liking Kentucky, but he is a diehard Georgia fan and went to school at Georgia. Um, and I know for a fact that he is picking Georgia to win this game. It's a 14 and a half point spread. Georgia, I don't think, has covered a single spread all year long, to be quite honest with you. Um, and. Kentucky is 4-1 and one against the spread so far this season. Um, so both of these guys, Taylor and John, that's what they're doing. They're, I don't think either one of them are picking UK to win this game. I think they're picking them against the 14-and-a-half point spread, which is what I'm going to do as well. I don't – I'm not picking – Kentucky to win this game. I'm just not there yet with even my team, okay? Uh, But Brad White does an absolute excellent job. This Kentucky defense is mean and nasty. Um, Georgia's offense has not been on all cylinders compared to what they have been the last couple of years when they were winning titles. I think the Kentucky can keep this game within a couple of touchdowns. I really do. So that's where I'm going to leave that. Our next game that I'm going to talk talk about is Notre Dame is at Louisville this weekend and Notre Dame is a 6 point favorite. Notre Dame went to Duke last week and was a five and a half point favorite and beat them twenty-one to fourteen. Um, I think Duke is a better football team than Louisville. Louisville is five and zero. Oh, they snuck into the um, top twenty-five this week at number twenty-five. Their schedule's really, really weak, y'all. Really weak, and this is the first game they're playing of any stature whatsoever. I You know, I like Braum as a coach. Um, I think Braum's going to turn them around. I think Braum's going to do a good job. Matter of fact, when I looked at Louisville's schedule this year, I told everybody that Louisville will go eight and four or nine and three. That's how weak their schedule is. And I don't think they're a spectacular team. But with Brom as their coach – and the kind of offense that they can put out, I think that, you know, they have that kind of schedule to be able to go eight and four, nine and three, somewhere in that range. Now, I will say this this is one of the games that I thought Louisville would lose when you look at their schedule. Uh, Taylor and John are both picking Notre Dame in this game, and I am as well. I think the six-point spread is a no-brainer. Um, you know, with Hartman and with their um, running back starts with an E. Can you think of his name right now? Um, you know they 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 have they have some tools. The great house, the wide receivers coming back, um, and you know they have some tools. And I just don't see them – Louisville being able to hang with them and beat them. I mean, I think it will be a two-touchdown game or something would be my guess. Um, So I'm taking Notre Dame in this game as well. All right. This is the last game of the week. This is number 12. Went through. Um, This is Arkansas as at Ole Miss. Um, Saturday night, Ole Miss is an 11-and-a-half-point favorite at home in Oxford, and Arkansas is reeling a little bit. They've lost three in a row. You know, they challenged LSU. Looked like it it was a great game to watch, but looked like, you know, well, hey, they're doing something. They're challenging LSU. Well, then LSU goes and lays an egg at Ole Miss. Um and can't play any defense, and now they're going to Missouri. So, you know, if they were to lose at Missouri, I'm not so sure that the, the you know, near win in Death Valley um, is a monster achievement or something. Um, so I'm just not sure they don't look, you know, I, I don't know what, how to put my finger on it with Arkansas yet. I like Pittman. He seems like he recruits well. He's had some changeover as far as his offensive and defensive coordinators, and I think that's kind of messed with him with with this team uh, last year as well. And it's a shame because he's had K.J. Jefferson um, and some talented wide receivers. He's got a good wide receiver room. Um, They just seem like on defense they they can't get out of the way. Like they just they are really struggling against the pass. And they struggled with that last year. And they are also doing that this year. Ole Miss and Jackson Dart, that's what they do. I mean, they also have Judkins, you know, Judkins as well. And he's probably going to run like crazy on them too, but On the outside, they're going to hit some stuff on them. I'm going Ole Miss in this game. I just – I don't trust Arkansas to play any defense at all. And Ole Miss just rung up 55 points on LSU. If you're not playing much defense, I just don't see how you're going to hang in this game. Uh, Taylor's taking Mississippi. John took Arkansas. You know, Arkansas is going to put up some points. I just don't think it's going to be enough. Like, I really think that Ole Miss wins this game by 20. It's going to be like, you know, or, you know, 18 or something. It's it's going to be like 35 to 17 or it's going to be uh, – no, that's not even right. It's probably going to be like 45 to 27, something like that. That's That sounds about right. It's probably going to be something like that. Um that's where I'm going to go is take Ole Miss in this game. And that is our 12 games for our game day pick them up next. Let's talk about our upset picks. I'm going to be honest with you. We haven't been doing too hot. I have missed two like really, really close last, you know, last Seconds of the game that I thought I had. Uh, We have not won any of our upset picks as of yet. So, for our upset pick of the week, Taylor is picking Missouri over. LSU, we've already talked about that game. Um, I told you he was taking Missouri in the points. He's actually picking Missouri to upset LSU in um, Columbia at Missouri at home, and he's picking the upset. John has taken Marshall over North Carolina State. North Carolina State is switching quarterbacks. Could be a good thing for them. They need to find some offense. Uh, But John's picking Marshall over NC State as his upset pick of the week. I'm going to take Washington State. I've already talked about them. Um, I told you that I was taking Washington State over UCLA. I mean, to cover the points, the point spread was three and a half. I'm going to take that a little further. I'm going to take Washington State to upset UCLA. That's going to be my upset pick of the week. And we'll see if I do any good with that one. (laughs) All right, lock of the week. I do have two wins on my lock of the week. Right now I'm setting two and three. John still has not won a lock, and Taylor is one and one. He hasn't been with us and done the lock as many times as as me and John have each week, Uh, but I am right now in the lead, uh, two and three. Hopefully, I can get another win here this week on my lock of the week and um, climb a little further above, hopefully, but Anyway, so on the locks, Taylor is taking Notre Dame over Louisville as a six point favorite as his lock of the week. And John Hammonds is taking Florida State over Virginia Tech as a 24 point favorite. 24 points he's taken. Virginia Tech is not that great of a team. It is a team that they should handle pretty well. Um, I'm actually – I think I'm going to – we haven't done this before. I've always, we've always taken different ones. But I actually think I'm going to ta- I'm I'm line up with Taylor on this one and we'll see if that works in my favor or not this week. I think I'm going to take Notre Dame over Louisville. And that six points as my lock bet of the week, lock of the week. All right, guys. I appreciate you guys being with it, with me. I'll always say us because there's usually more of us on the show. But this week, um, I'm not sure about Sunday either because John Roberts um, – usually is with me on Sundays for the weekend wrap-up show, but I will be here on Sunday. Uh, This past Sunday was my birthday, and uh, we ran the show a little bit late, but this Sunday, be back at the regular time, 3 o'clock, College Sportscast weekend wrap-up show. It's where we talk about everything that happened over the weekend and all the big games and all the big wins and upsets and, and everything else that happens over the weekend. We also... Rundown and talk about the AP poll. You know, on Sunday afternoon about 1, 1 30 Central Time, the AP poll comes out and we come on at three o'clock and we always run through the the new AP poll for the week. We also do a complete rundown, a full rundown and scoreboard for college football, not just the top 25 or the top teams. We do a complete rundown scoreboard for uh, college football on the weekend wrap up show. We talk about the big games and the big wins and who did this and who did that, who looked great, um, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And then we wrap up our show, our weekend wrap up show. We do a little bit of a look ahead at the uh, big games for the next week. So I hope you guys will. Join me um, for the weekend wrap-up show on Sunday. And as I close this out, I just want to say thank you for tuning in to College Cast. We are presented by the Fanboys. We are featured on Let's Talk Sports, Sideline Sports 1, the Real Fresh Channel, Stadium Rant, all on YouTube channels. Check those out. And then we are also on WSBN TV channel 30. You can find us in the comfort of your own home or mobile. You can find us anywhere on Roku, Apple, or Fire TV. All you have to do is download the BoxCast app. Once you download the BoxCast app, look for World Sports Broadcast Network. And once you find them, then you can find... College Sportscast, on their Channel 30. And you can get us, again, on Apple TV, Roku, or Fire TV from anywhere. So it's pretty cool to be a part of WSBN TV, and we want to appreciate that as well. So, all right, guys, we will see you on Sunday, and I appreciate you guys being with me for game day pickle.